<laughs> is it time for recess yet? I'm so glad you found time to join us here on the Child Care Director's Chair, where Erica Sacoccio shares her best practices that she's refined through her passion of directing child care centers over the last 23 years. From parenting interaction, systems to save you time, money, and stress, to profitability. She shares it all from the Child Care Director's Chair. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Child Care Director's Chair. I am so grateful you are here today. Um, we are going to talk about keeping our staff motivated today and some incentive plans that uh, might be really great to do even if you're on a limited budget. But before we even dig into that, one of the things that really keeps me motivated is all of you tuning in day after day. And some of some of you are really just showing up literally day after day. Our podcast has only been up for three and a half weeks. And my friends out in Lancaster, California, um, North South Wales, Sydney, Australia, on the other side of the world. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Midland, Michigan, St. Cloud, Florida, uh, there's just so many of you, Newark, Connecticut. Um, I just appreciate you guys so much. Of course, my home state, Rhode Island, um, all over all over the state, uh, you guys are tuning in. I appreciate you all so much. Um, there are just so many states, and I, I just wanted to take a minute to let you know that you guys are what motivates me to come back day after day to know that I'm making some small difference in the lives of child care directors out there. So thank you. Um, now that I've wasted a minute and 29 seconds of your time, um, I, I think we should just get into it. So I understand that creating an incentive program for your teachers can be a challenge, especially when you're working on a limited budget. So today I thought of 15 valuable tips that you can use to create an effective budget-friendly incentive plan that will inspire and reward your teaching staff. Some of these I have done myself many, many times, and others are um, options that I'm thinking about implementing in my own program. So the first is, obviously, you want to recognize and appreciate their effort. So start by acknowledging the dedication and hard work of your teachers. It could be a simple thank you note or public recognition can go a long way to boost morale. Um, we uh, would do at our uh, Christmas parties, uh, we have done like a teacher of the year. Uh, we have done uh, different awards that uh, they got a trophy or a plaque for their wall, um, along with some type of cash bonus or benefit um, with a card. Uh, at that event. So that was something that, you know, the teachers really looked forward to. Now, we haven't done that in a little while uh, because we weren't getting together in person as much, um, but that's definitely something that we would really like to bring back probably sooner than later. Uh, another thing that really can help keep people excited about going to work that doesn't cost anything really is having a positive work environment. You really, really, really need to work hard to keep things as positive as possible. So, you know, fostering that supportive, positive atmosphere where the teachers feel valued and respected and encourage collaboration and provide opportunities for professional growth and not even just professional growth, but also their personal growth too. Perhaps you have somebody who 
um, maybe you have a few staff that are maybe looking to purchase a home in the next year or so. How can you help them that with that? Maybe it's you connect with the local realtor and they come in and do a presentation on, you know, 15 things you need to know before you buy a home. How to fix your credit before, I mean, I guess everybody could use that, right? Even if you're not buying a home, but you know, how to fix your credit score, um, you know, the best leasing options, the best rental options, the best homeowner options. So anything that you think you can support, not just in their professional growth, because guess what? They're people and they do have lives outside of work. So any way that you can support what they want to do um, to make themselves a better, stronger, um, happier person, they do it. Offering flexible scheduling is another great part Consider implementing a flexible schedule that allows teachers to have a better work-life balance. This can be really a powerful incentive that doesn't cost a dime, especially if your uh, teachers are parents of young children um, or maybe their their children belong to um, a dance troupe or a, a baseball team. You know, maybe make sure that they can maybe get out an hour earlier on those days that they have those uh, wonderful commitments with their children and their family. So it's not rushed, so it's not stressful, and it can be an enjoyable time. Um, other other uh, things that I have seen programs do is maybe considering a four-day work week, which many industries are really thinking about that right now, doing you know uh, four days that it may be a little bit of a longer shift to make sure that your center is covered and that you are able to maintain safe ratios, but then you know, just giving them that extra day. And I think that might help avoid some of the call-offs because one, they can schedule their appointments on those days knowing that they're gonna be off, so that's less stress for you and less stress for them. Also, it can help break up the week. Maybe somebody is off on a Wednesday and that works good for them. So they work two days, then they have a day off for self-care and then they work another two days. I mean, they really will have much more energy or maybe perhaps somebody really likes to go away. This would be me, uh, likes to go away on the weekends. I'm kind of like a weekend warrior and I like to take off uh, and do a little bit of traveling with my husband. So for me, having a Friday off or a Monday off would be, you know, something that would very much motivate me and make that time with my family much more enjoyable. Now, we talk about, you know, providing professional development opportunities so often on this show um, because I think it's important. So organize workshops and seminars and webinars that focus on enhancing teaching skills, um, especially in challenging areas like toddler biting, what do you do with difficult parents? What do you do when you have children that um, aren't listening? What, you know, all those common challenges that your staff have that really kind of burn their candle at both ends, um, that would be where I would focus. You know, partner with local organizations or utilize online resources, and that really can help keep the costs low. Many states have uh, put a significant amount of money in uh, teaching um, development opportunities. So see what you have in your state. The other thing that you can do, another incentive might be establishing a mentorship program. Encourage experienced teachers to mentor the newer colleagues. Not only does it help with professional development, but it also creates a sense of community and support. And again, for those challenging days that you feel like you just can't make it through, a mentor really can just 
be that little bit of spark that you need to kind of keep you going throughout the day. Um, and it's nice to have that camaraderie. You know, you know, celebrate the achievements. And I have to say, we used to be really great at this. And I kind of have fallen off because I, like everybody else, am not perfect. And there are days uh, that you get sucked into doing the day-to-day and the fires and putting all the fires out and, you know, compliance and all the things that we have to do every day. I don't have to tell you, you guys know it. I live it too. So, um, you know, recognize and celebrate the milestones and accomplishments of your teaching staff. And this can be done through the staff newsletters, social media shout outs, or other small celebrations during staff meetings. Um, I think, you know, it's the small things that are the ones that are so easy to overlook. Um, the larger things like it's somebody's, you know, birthday or it's, you know, their two year anniversary. Those things are probably a little bit easier to recognize. But how about just a week where all your staff came in every day? Now, I know all of us would be like, that would be amazing, right? If that's what we want, are we recognizing it? Are we recognizing, you know, staff that are coming in every day or staff that are staying a little bit later to cover other folks who may have, you know, need a day off? Um, so maybe that day-to-day type of thing, try to see if you can celebrate that a little more. Also creating a suggestion box and giving teachers a platform to share their ideas and suggestions for improving the school environment. By implementing these strategies, it will help them feel valued and involved in the uh, program. And think about when do you do that? And is it organic? Is it real? Is it meaningful? Um, During our one-on-one sessions with our teachers, we give them a form to fill out before we meet. Um, That kind of helps us know where they're at, what they're thinking about, what they're feeling. And then also if they have some great ideas or suggestions um, that I need to do a little more research on, I have all that information in my hand before we meet. So it allows us to make some quick decisions right away. Now that's the benefit of you know being in a program or being a program owner where you don't have a board and you don't need a lot of people to kind of rubber stamp your decisions. Um, but that's one of the ways that I really like to help implement what the teacher's feedback is right away. So I give them a little bit of a, a leeway to kind of prepare for the meeting as well. Because typically when, when it's a one-on-one, like you're prepared as the you know, boss or supervisor or leader or whatever, you know, terminology you like to identify with, um, I I like them to be prepared too. So I give them that opportunity to write down their thoughts, ideas, feelings uh, before we meet. So it, it does help everybody feel equal in the meeting rather than just you talking to them. So creating a suggestion box and uh, doing it frequently really makes it meaningful and powerful. You want to make sure that you're providing resources and materials. Ensure that the teachers have access to necessary teaching resources and materials. This can include books, educational software, or subscriptions to online platforms. And I know that many teachers pay for some of these things out of their pocket. Um, I really think that we have to try really hard to figure out, and I know we're all on a shoestring budget, I am included in that, but we have to figure out what ways can we tap into other resources to get teachers what it is that they need. And this isn't just childcare. I mean, this is this is across the board. This is education. This is not nothing new. Teachers often, even in the public school, private school sectors, buy a lot of things out of their pockets. And, and that's just not okay. So let's figure out as a community, what resources um, are out there 
so that these teachers can get what they need. Another nice thing would be if you can offer professional memberships to support your teacher's professional growth by covering the cost of memberships to relevant educational associations um, or organizations. And it could be both professional, but it also could be some type of personal uh, memberships too that maybe could bring some value to the teacher's life or value uh, to the program that might be outside of the traditional uh, membership groups. You could also implement a peer recognition program. So encourage teachers to recognize each other's efforts. And this can be done through monthly or quarterly peer recognition program where the teachers nominate a colleague for their outstanding work. Uh, we have at our uh, location something called a staff shout out board where staff are able to leave messages for each other. Um, and so that's a great way because it's not only just coming from the leadership, but that peer to peer um, is really powerful. So it could be like, thank you, Miss Alexis, for covering in my class today. Uh, while my partner was out, you did such a great job, you know, implementing XYZ or thank you for taking the initiative to rearrange our book area. It looks amazing. So I think that that could be something that, again, you can implement. And many of these things, as as we talk about, you know, being on a budget, many of them are free. So it doesn't take a whole lot. It just takes a little of getting outside of the box. You could create a wellness program and promote the well-being of your teaching staff. Maybe you could organize wellness activities such as yoga classes or meditation sessions or a wellness challenge. And I do talk about that probably uh, quite a bit too in different episodes because it's something I really believe in strongly. Um, and I do have a lot of health conscious uh, staff that work for me, uh, some that go to the gym on a very regular basis or get massages or are vegan or, um, you know, just really think about how they can make their life better. I have some ladies that walk around with literally gallons of water um, to make sure they stay hydrated, which is great and talk about being a good role model. But, you know, maybe implementing a formal wellness program. Um, and I think many companies are doing that. And, um, you know, being a teacher is, is a high stress position. Um, and so making sure that the staff are feeling great and um, stay plugged in. You want to definitely make sure that we're providing opportunities for leadership. So offering opportunities for teachers to take on leadership roles within the school, such as being a department head or a curriculum coordinator. Not only does it boost morale, but it also enhances professional growth. You can offer personalized professional development by identifying the individual needs of each teacher. You can provide that personalized professional development opportunity that caters to specific interests or goals. And I think even just when you just spend that extra time to say, you know, hey, Sally, where do you see yourself in a year and help map that out for them and find the resources and the supports that will get them there. You could establish a rewards system, create a reward system where teachers can earn points or tokens for various achievements, and then those points can be redeemed for like small rewards like gift cards or preferred parking spots or extra vacation days. Um, again, you know, the higher the rewards, um, the more points that they would have to earn, but it's a great way to have some fun because, you know, that would be cool. 
Um, we have fun again, uh, but, you know, have some fun. Uh, let them, you know, decide whether they want to save up their points for something like an extra vacation day or, you know, cash them in a little sooner and, and get some, you know, fun gift cards, go out to dinner with their family or something like that. And the last thing I would say is, you know, seek some community partnerships. Collaborate with local businesses or organizations to offer discounts or special perks to your teaching staff. And that can include discounted gym memberships, restaurant vouchers, or tickets to local events, tickets to the movie theater. Um, and, you know, many small business owners would love to network and support each other's business. So that's something I think that really many of us don't tap into as much as we should. And maybe you can offer some type of discount for childcare to their uh, employees, and maybe they can offer some type of discount to your employees. So that's a win-win for, for all of you. So those are some things that, again, uh, don't cost a whole lot. Um, don't take a whole lot of time because I know your time is limited. Uh, many of these things, once you put in place, will run themselves. Or again, when we talked about leadership opportunities, this is a great way to give some of your staff an opportunity to take on some of this. Um, and I think it would be fun and it will build that morale. So I hope that those have helped you um, think of new ways to keep your staff motivated and engaged and part of your program. Because let's face it, at the end of the day, your center is just a building. Your staff is what brings it to life your families, all of that, all the people inside your building are what makes your program special, unique, and different. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Child Care Director's Chair. If you liked today's episode, I ask if you could please leave us a review. If you're listening on Spotify or um, Apple, we really would love for you to rate our podcast. That is something that really does help us to continue to improve and uh, continue to put out content that hopefully inspires you every day. Thank you for tuning in. Well, all the cute little kiddos have been picked up and it's time to go home. And that'll do it for another episode of the Child Care Director's Chair. Please leave a review so Erica knows the information is helping you to manage and improve your child care centers. Remember to subscribe to get the latest episode from Erica's Child Care Director's Chair. <laughs>